0: Welcome. You're listening to the Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the conversation. I just want to take a moment and let you know just how much I appreciate you. I appreciate and love the fact that you're listening and involved in this conversation. Now, I don't know if you just stumbled across the podcast or you've been a long-term listener. Either way, I want you to know that I consider you a part of my family, my extended family. And if you want to reach out over and above the communication uh, in this format, you can go to yesdaniel.com and send me a personal message. Tell me how the podcast has affected you. What ideas, strategies, techniques have you actually implemented into your life and what have been the results? And then again, if you've been enjoying the podcast or have enjoyed the different episodes, please give me a five-star review. Your reviews do a lot to encourage other people to listen, other like-minded souls, kindred spirits. So the comments that you make about the podcast and the rating that you provide it does a lot to spread the word. And not only do the ratings help, but you actually telling your friends, your your kindred spirits, the people in your circles. You know other people that are like you that have similar interests, more than likely. And so when you pass the podcast along, it really expands the audience. And it gets in the hands of the right people, or gets to the ears of the right people. I'm encouraged by all this because I just found out yesterday that The Align Self podcast is in the top 2% of all worldwide podcasts, which I take a lot of pride in since we've only been at this a couple years. But I have to admit in learning that I actually had the idea. I wonder what it would take to get in the top 1% or less by the end of the year. Hmm. I'm just kind of throwing it out there to see what can happen. Today, I want to talk about a pitfall or a phenomenon that we typically encounter when we throw out a new intention, especially an intention that's pushing against something that is currently in our experience. And that phenomenon is, is that when we create an intention to move away from something, we sometimes amplify the situation we actually do not want. In other words, the things seem to get worse before they get better. And why is that? Well, we live in a dualistic universe, so any intention also is presented with the flip side of that intention just by its very nature. Every time you say yes or the universe says yes, no is hanging just around the corner. It's like standing on a line or sitting on a fence. Which way do you want to lean? And many times we just want to keep leaning in one direction. Let me give a a personal example In the fall of 2021, I made a declaration. I said that I was going to upgrade my relationship to energy. I wanted to enhance my ability to manipulate energy, to move energy, to receive energy. And then promptly, at the end of November, I went into a very low energy state. In fact, it was hard to actually do anything the whole month of December. Some of you actually contacted me and were a little worried because I had gone essentially two weeks without releasing a podcast episode. Well, there was nothing drastically wrong, but I just didn't have any energy to do anything. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't have any motivation. All I wanted to do was sleep, which I did often. I took many naps. But there was this presiding, you know, voice in the back of my head that I was letting some things slip. I wasn't doing anything constructive. And then it was right about this time, right in the middle of all that, when I listened to a podcast episode of Firefly by Iris Janet. Iris Janet is an amazing podcaster. She grew up in Puerto Rico and she is now in the United States and her podcast is very similar to mine. But she caters mostly to women, women's success, women's empowerment. But in this particular episode that I listened to, she had plans to go to Europe with some of her besties, but she just wasn't feeling it. And so at the last minute, she canceled, she withdrew. And then she also canceled some other plans, some other commitments, kind of move things around on her calendar. And her episode basically said, it's okay. It's okay to take a break for yourself to be self-indulgent. And as I hope many of these episodes are for you, for me, it was exactly what I needed to hear at that moment. The universe had guided me to listen to her episode. And in actually giving myself permission to rest and not be resistant to it, I began gathering up steam, gathering energy, and after the first year, I actually did an episode on the effects of negative manifesting. Because, you know, when you spiral down into that feeling, you're focusing on that. Oh, I don't have any energy. I don't feel so good. I don't. Where's my motivation? And so you keep focusing on the thing that you don't want and you just create more of the same. But there was a, there was a getting through the going through in that. I really needed to do that. Because in that process, I did a lot of thinking. I got a lot clearer about where I wanted my business to go, where I wanted the podcast to go. And uh, I haven't really lost any steam since. So it was essentially, I took a couple steps back in order to jump five forward. So even though it seemed as if I was manifesting or creating something that I didn't want, I think the universe had other plans. And it is all part of balancing it out. And so when we create these grand intentions to move forward, we have to understand there is some letting go. There's some releasing of the old ideas, the old thought forms, as we make room for the next phase of our expression. Another example of this is uh, one of my clients, one of my younger clients, she's in her late 20s, uh, and she was in the gym working out. And she had her spandex leggings on and she was lifting. She's quite the fitness advocate. And so there she w- saw this guy, kind of creepy guy, moving in her direction. And he walked behind her and she continued to do her, her deadlifts or her squats. I can't remember exactly what she was doing. But he reached out and grabbed the cheek of her butt. I know this because she did a TikTok about it. And she was incensed in the TikTok. But she had a couple different responses that she could have had. She could have been shocked and demure and, and just be silent about it. But she turned around and gave that guy a piece of her mind, basically said that he accosted her. Then she went to the management to complain. From what I understand, the manager was very understanding, very compassionate, and he said that they would review the video. And if he did indeed do that, he would be ejected from the club. But as I listened to her account of that story, I kind of wondered in my mind, how did she attract that? And I say that from the context that we are 100% responsible. What was the opening that allowed that to happen? Not that she consciously invited it, but what was the energy dynamic that was going on? Now, like I said, I learned of this in a TikTok. I just happened, one of her TikToks came up in my feed and I started watching some of her other TikToks. And about four days before this, she made a declaration. She had actually watched some of the training that Meg Lamb and I had put out on boundaries, establishing boundaries. And she made a declaration that she was establishing firm boundaries for her life because previously her boundaries had been too wishy-washy, uh, leaky boundaries, so to speak, allowing other people to move through them. And, uh, Push her around, so to speak. Actually, she was saying yes a lot to things that she didn't want to say yes to. And so, what happens at the club? Someone transgresses a boundary. And in that moment, she has an opportunity to respond Here is my boundary. You cannot cross this. I will not allow you to cross this. I will not stand for this. She stood up for her boundary. And in discussing it with her later, she actually got a little creeped out as he was walking over. She knew energetically something was going on. And so next time, chances are, she's not going to engage in the exercise. She's going to give him a stare down. She's going to meet him with eye contact and say, this is off limits. Not that she has to voice it verbally. She can say it with her eyes. She can say it with her posture. She can say it with her demeanor. Because before that, she saw that he was creepy, she saw that he was coming her way, but she kind of ignored him, tried to ignore him. Now, this may not be the episode to broach this, and I'll probably say it again in another episode, but I cannot let this go without going into this uh, concept of situational awareness. Now, it's been proven in, by social scientists, they've actually interviewed perpetrators, victimizers. And they ask them, how do you know who's a victim? How do you know who to attack? It's the people that are either ignoring the things going on around them. They're not paying attention. They're not situationally aware. And so from a nonverbal perspective, you do not want to avert your eyes. You want to look at them. You actually want to think, I wonder how tall they are. I wonder how fast they're moving. You want to assess the situation. You may not want to smile, you just want to give them a steely stare, like, I see you. And then add this to your database, get off your phone. Do not walk and look at your phone. Because if you're in an unfamiliar place, you're basically saying, attack me, because I'm not paying attention. There's other things that you can do non-verbally to create a stance of power, but I'll go into that in another episode. I could not allow that little teaching moment to go by without spreading the word be aware of your surroundings. Let other people know that you 're aware and that you know they 're there. Well, enough about that for now. Back to this phenomena that I began talking about that it sometimes gets darkest just before the dawn or just before a breakthrough you 're going to experience a breakdown now i 've experienced this myself. I set a an ambitious income goal. I, I think in February, and and it's been interesting that there's been some large sums of money that have been leaving rather quickly, right after I did that. And while at first glance that may seem rather counterintuitive to setting an ambitious, you know, income goal, but in reviewing this, in looking at the disparity between the money coming in, the money going out. I decided that I really need to change some of my practices, some of the ways I've been doing things. And I've also began looking inside. What things do I need to let go of? What ideas, beliefs have been getting in the way of me actually just stepping into this new intention? And in that inner reflection, it's been very encouraging because I've actually identified some things that have been there for years, but I wasn't necessarily present to it because I've been able to just kind of live around it. I actually identified a sub-personality that was born probably in the realm of 8, nine, ten. that actually had an aversion to money. And I probably would have never discovered it had it not been for this grand intention and the disparity between what was showing up and where I wanted to go. And so this really drives home the whole idea that the universe always has your back. Everything is always working out for you. Even when it feels like you're taking a detour, you might be avoiding an accident. A delay is not a denial. And very often, the universe is just setting the stage for something even bigger, even more magnificent to show up. This is where we need to resist that natural human response to look at the current circumstances and get worried. It brings up anxiety. Something's not working. This isn't working. And so we just perpetuate, you know, it's a downward spiral. Ideally, when we encounter these less than desirable situations, we ask ourselves a series of questions to lead us out or to reorient our frame where we're looking back at our intention and we're somewhat disregarding the current circumstances. It's no big deal. There's nothing serious going on here. It's just something to handle. So we ask the questions, what does this now make possible? What am I not seeing? What do I need to take responsibility for? What, if anything, could I let go of to make it easier to move forward? What might I be resisting? Do I need to surrender to the process rather than try and coerce it or make it work? Then there's another angle we can come from. What am I supposed to learn from this? How is this a lesson for me? What is this bringing to my attention? If this is happening for my behalf, how does it serve me? If it feels like you're being delayed, if it feels like you're taking a detour, if it feels like things aren't happening as fast as you want them to be, that you're sludging through mud, embrace the attitude that delays are not denials, that everything is always working out for you. And in the end, everything always works out. And if it's not currently working out, it's not yet the end don't forget to leave that five-star review. And until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure.